welcome to the Natural Health 365 podcast, natural solutions for everyday problems. Are you looking for natural health solutions? Visit naturalhealth365.com for a free subscription to our newsletter, free shows, plus some great gifts. And now, here's your host, Jonathan Landsman. All right, thank you for joining us. Our show today, Turmeric, The Healing Power Revealed. One of the most comprehensive reviews of the health benefits of turmeric was published by the great botanist Dr. James Duke in 2007. Looking at around 700 studies, Dr. Duke concluded that turmeric had outperformed many pharmaceuticals in its effects against several chronic debilitating diseases and does so with virtually no adverse side effects. If you are dealing with Alzheimer's disease, arthritis, or cancer, You'll want to pay close attention to this podcast. To this day, turmeric continues to surprise researchers about its health benefits. Today on the Natural 365 podcast, I'll introduce you to a medical author and researcher who has authored two landmark books, Hidden Causes of Heart Attack and Stroke and Miracle Stem Cell Heart Repair. He has also created the Turmeric Research Report, covering more than 87 catastrophic diseases. His work has been supported by the directors of stem cell research, cardiovascular disease, and regenerative medicine at 11 major universities, including Columbia, University of Utah, Minnesota, and University of California, San Diego. Before we meet our special guest, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Live On Labs, makers of the highest quality nutritional supplements on the market. The difference is in the delivery system. To learn more, visit liveonlabs.com. That's L-I-V-O-N-L-A-B-S dot com. And now, please join me in welcoming Christian Wilde to our show. Christian, welcome. This is a, an opportunity that I looked forward to. And before we go any further, I want to congratulate you on the seminar that you did on Alzheimer's. I do believe in the next few years they will come up with a solution for this incredibly destructive disease. Well, I have to tell you, uh, Christian, I'm, I'm hoping, uh, as well as you are, that they're going to eventually wake up to all of this, because right now, as my audience already knows, I'm uh, pretty much had it with conventional medicines, you know, dogma that they just keep putting out the same old drool all the time, talking about how there's currently no cure, there's no way of treating it, and the Alzheimer's and Dementia Summit does feature medical doctors in the trenches, PhD researchers. They're all talking about what really does improve brain function. So I really do hope that message goes out far and wide. But anyway, back to turmeric. This is very important. Christian, please talk to us about the history of turmeric. This is really important. Mm -hmm. uh, before I do, I want to add to that what we were just discussing. The lowest Alzheimer and dementia on the planet is in India. And when UCLA sent their top researchers to investigate, they found in a village of 65 and older residents, only 1% showed any development of dementia or Alzheimer's. And they credited it to the beta amyloid plaque which is the hallmark of that disease that builds up in the brain and how turmeric prevents it from developing in the first place and can be helpful in reducing it 
as it's developing. So I would say 16 years ago, well, uh, I was writing The Hidden Causes of Heart Attack and Stroke. I became convinced, uh, John, that inflammation's role in heart disease was the real killer, and 50% of all heart attacks happened to people with normal cholesterol. I chose for the book's subtitle, Inflammation, Cardiology's New Frontier. And you had asked me about the history of turmeric. Um, in China, they've treated memory loss and depression for over 5,000 years. So whether it's 4,000 or 5,000, it does have a very long history. Anyway, as I was saying, I chose for the book's subtitle, Inflammation, Cardiology's New Frontier. And little attention was directed at inflammatory markers, and today many doctors are still not focusing on testing for the inflammation factors. Everything is directed now still at cholesterol as the primary cause. But 50% of all heart attacks happen to people with normal cholesterol. So what we're talking about, what I'm leading to right now, is inflammation's role and how turmeric is the strongest anti-inflammatory nutrient on the planet to defeat inflammation in its various roles. Now, Dr. Paul Ritker, Director of Preventive Cardiology at Harvard, had developed the HSCRP test marker for inflammation. Today, all these years later, inflammation is universally acknowledged to be at the root of most all diseases and certainly all chronic diseases, including RA and osteoarthritis, all joint and muscular, fibromyalgia and the pains of menopause, and like you said earlier, Alzheimer's disease. Inflammation is the silent killer that invades the brain and causes inflammation in the brain, which then freezes off the blood flow to the brain and therefore the development of Alzheimer's disease. As a matter of fact, the FDA has sanctioned ongoing trials, speaking of neurological diseases, ongoing trials for schizophrenia, Alzheimer's, bipolar, depression, and PTSD using turmeric as the sole agent. So it is the strongest anti-inflammatory in the world. And when turmeric was compared in studies to the popular over-the-counter and prescription NSAIDs, those are the non-steroidal and inflammatory drugs, Aleve, Motrin, Celebrex, Ibuprofen, Naproxen, Naproxen, turmeric's results in the studies were superior and without the life-threatening side effects, some 17,000 people per year, according to the statistics, are dying from the side effects of the NSAIDs, and mainly from gastrointestinal causes. So I already mentioned to you the 1% of people in India that were evaluated, only 1%, over 65, showed any signs of developing dementia or Alzheimer's disease. So cancer 
is now universally recognized to be of the inflammatory syndrome. And according to various studies, cancer does its destruction by traveling through certain inflammatory pathways. And I've posted on my website a graph showing the 31 main pathways turmeric travels to do its destruction. And what's amazing is how turmeric is significantly and scientifically able to shut down the pathways, particularly to shut off two of cancer's main destructive roots, which are nuclear factor kappa B and STAT3. Turmeric also inhibits the whole family of inflammatory interleukins naturally. And these are all pathways scientists and researchers have been trying to develop a medicine to stop cancer in its tracks. It's now evident that cancer targets many signaling pathways, and most of these new cancer medications are developed to target just one. By comparison, turmeric is able to attack several of these pathways at the same time and without side effects. We will see more treatments combining turmeric and conventional cancer treatments together in one effort to stop this insidious disease. They say one out of three of us, if we live long enough, will develop some form of uh, cancer in our lifetimes. So in general, turmeric is an anti-inflammatory. It's antimicrobial. It's anti-cancer. It's antioxidant. It is a COX-2 inhibitor. Incidentally, when they came out with Biox and Mobic in the 70s, it was touted as the greatest medication to fight inflammatory disease. But they found out Biox killed more people than the Vietnam War, and it was pulled from the market. It was developed as a COX-2 inhibitor. Turmeric, naturally, is a COX-2 inhibitor, and that's why it's so effective in the inflammatory diseases like uh, RA and osteoarthritis. It's also VEGF, it's vascular endothelial growth factor. It starves off blood flow to the tumor. And we heard a lot about that a few years ago, that if you can starve the tumor, the cancer will die in a process called apoptosis, which is cell death. So, it is an incredible find. It's been there for, I think, Hippocrates uh, even was using it uh, before Christ. This is the history. And now you see it everywhere. You can't open up a magazine or anything on the Internet. You'll see ads for turmeric, ads for turmeric. And so after being an advocate for turmeric for about 15 years without even thinking of developing a product, uh, I came to the realization that if I did enough research, I would come up with a special formula that would not only have an adequate amount of turmeric, but would also include other anti-inflammatories like boswellia and ginger and devil's claw and green tea extract and put them all together and it became an award-winning formula. To me, it's astounding that Western medicine 
would simply not look more. I mean, I think most of our audience can appreciate the fact that the driving force behind why they don't look more as simply the causes of inflammation, which again, for those out there who are frustrated maybe with a family member who's scratching their head and they say, oh, I don't know what's going on with my inflammation. I don't know what's going on with my heart disease, my arthritis, my cancer. I don't know what to do. Simply list these four things for them. Take a look at the toxins that may exist in your life. Look, are you dehydrated at all, which would certainly feed into an inflammatory condition. Do you lack good nutrition like turmeric and so many other things that are anti-inflammatory? And are there any other poor lifestyle habits that you might be doing to yourself every single day, like physical inactivity, not moving around at all? So when you put those four things together and you say it with love in your heart, hey, take a look at these things, maybe, just maybe, it'll give a person an opportunity to reflect, to look at what's going on in their own life, and maybe make some changes that are going to make them feel so much better. That's what this is all about. I got to ask you, though, Christian, because, again, everybody's more with the Western mindset, certainly listening to this podcast. Is there such a thing as too much turmeric that someone could take? No, they've tested it at MD Anderson up to 12 grams with no side effects. Now, nobody needs to take that much. Nobody needs to administer themselves with that much. But I do want to share with you the five most aggressive cancers, and I want to compare them between the United States and India. And this is a scientific analyzation, and I think you can find it on the website. Out of a million people, 660 in America would receive a diagnosis of breast cancer, and of the 660, 160 would not survive. Looking at India for the same number, 1 million people, instead of 660 breast cancer cases, there would be 79 and instead of 160 deaths, there would be 41. Prostate in America, 690 cases out of a million, 130 pass away. In India, the same number, only 20 get prostate cancer compared to 690, and nine do not survive. And colon rectum, 630 in the United States, 220 die, and only 18 die in India. Now, the most impressive of all, we know how aggressive pancreatic cancer is. 108 people in America out of a million get it, and 103 do not survive. When you look at India, only eight get it, and there are eight deaths compared to 103 in the United States. You know, these numbers are shocking for people, almost too hard to believe, but this is exactly what is going on. And people hear about India, they would think, my God, how could they have such a better success or better ratios than we have here in the U.S.? But it's because we are so predominantly focused on pharmaceuticals. You know, it's interesting, just taking medications alone will increase the risk of inflammation in so many cases, lowering blood pressure, lowering heart rate, anti-inflammatory drugs, 
most of these pharmaceutical drugs, please don't ever forget anyone listening to this message. They're designed to suppress bodily symptoms, to slow them down, to make the body more sluggish. So sure, blood pressure number may drop, your heart rate may get lower if it's a little too high and you've been out of shape and dehydrated and you know getting sicker and sicker and you're getting a rapid heart rate and it looks so terrible. They can drop it with a chemical, but so is your cellular function throughout your whole body. And that is going to increase inflammation, increase the risk of infection and cancers and all the things you've already heard. Christian and I are going to be talking about how turmeric can help people with heart disease. He's touched on it already, but we're going to dive a little deeper. I'm sure Christian is able to do that and also talk quite a bit about how diabetics can be helped or anyone for that matter who's concerned about blood sugar issues. And later on in the podcast, we'll talk a little bit more again back to the risk of dementia and how turmeric plays a positive role for all those people concerned about literally losing their mind. And we'll also at the end talk about arthritis a bit more, which is certainly affecting millions of people. But first, I just want to thank our sponsor, Live On Labs, makers of the highest quality nutritional supplements on the market. The difference is in the delivery system. To learn more, visit liveonlabs.com. That's L-I-V-O-N-L-A-B-S.com. Okay, so Christian, I know you did touch on heart disease a bit at the beginning, but maybe dive into it a little bit more, some of your research, what you discovered that was interesting, just in general about the whole gamut. It's not just the heart muscle itself, cardiovascular system, blood pressure. How does turmeric just play that positive role in someone's body? Well, first of all, it attacks inflammation, which we know now is the, the main cause of heart disease. It protects the endothelial lining of the arteries. It fights free radicals. It reduces the damage from stress because stress is the killer. And we know that it inflames, it inflames the walls of the arteries. They found also in University of Toronto that turmeric actually shrinks the enlarged heart. And people who are in heart failure have an enlarged heart as the left ventricle is unable to meet the demands of the body and has to work double time and increases the size. And an enlarged heart is very, very susceptible to heart attack and sudden death. It reduces many other risk factors that there had been no ability or no recognized ability to interfere with. So I would say for heart disease, and basically an inflammatory disease, turmeric works in many ways to uh, help protect and maybe reduce some of these factors. Also, the development of plaque on the valves, people having to replace their heart valves, even though uh, I got a call about four years ago to come over to UCLA. No, it was Cedars-Sinai, and see the first valve, artificial valve, non-surgically inserted over your existing 
defaulting valve, and that's a transcatheter valve. It takes about 45 minutes, and they don't have to open the heart. They go up the artery, implant it right on top of that uh, existing damaged valve. So overall, turmeric plays a great role in heart disease as well as these other diseases we're talking about. They couldn't make any money on it. One of the pharmaceutical companies many years ago, maybe 25 years ago, tried to get a patent on turmeric. And obviously, we got to follow the money trail because they weren't given that. And all these things that are making us aware now of the role that turmeric can play, we realized that there was no money to be made on selling this little spice. And it's still, in spite of the fact that it's been downplayed, we know beyond any doubt there are 7,000 biomedical studies on turmeric for its many, many diseases. They believe 600 diseases are now benefiting from turmeric. Christian, talk a little bit for those people who are concerned about blood sugar issues and how turmeric can help them, especially those people who are pre-diabetic and diabetic. Okay. First of all, the American Diabetic Association had deemed about 10 years ago that there was no such thing as pre-diabetic. In other words, if you were pre-diabetic, you were, in all truthfulness, you were a diabetic. And so they wanted people to start earlier on the treatment. Now, one of the main drugs for metabolic disease was metformin. But just recently, there are studies that are saying that metformin contributes to dementia. And while we're at it, I did a complete review on the proton pump inhibitors that found that if you have been taking it for GERD or if you were taking it for indigestion and you'd been on it more than six months, you were contributing to dementia. And I had a friend and I said, how long have you been on all the different uh, pump inhibitors for acid reflux? He said, I, my doctor put me on it six years ago. I said, then you must look into the fact that that may be the reason you are developing dementia at such a rapid rate. As far as metabolic disease is concerned, turmeric is effective in lowering some of those risk factors. As a matter of fact, when they did a study of turmeric against Celebrex, for metabolic disease, they found out the turmeric outperformed, and again, without side effects. So as I said before, at the end of this podcast, in just a moment, we're going to talk about how to reduce the risk of dementia. Probably, I would say, certainly one of the top things that people are concerned about. When you think about it, look at how dangerous it could be compared to even being, God forbid, diagnosed with cancer. If you were diagnosed with cancer, you have your mind intact, God willing. You have good people around you that can help you to get out of the mess. But if you're losing your mind, 
That is something very serious. How can you do research on your own? How can you try to help yourself? Then you're completely dependent on, God willing, people around you to help you out of that mess. So for me, I would say that losing your mind is probably, you know, one of the most dangerous things that can happen to you. We're going to talk about how turmeric can help just make it a part of your life. And also we're going to talk to those people who are concerned about joint issues, arthritis in particular. But finally, one last time, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Live On Labs, makers of the highest quality nutritional supplements on the market. The difference is in the delivery system. To learn more, visit liveonlabs.com. That's L-I-V-O-N-L-A-B-S.com. Okay, Christian, I appreciate your kind words at the beginning about me creating the Alzheimer's and Dementia Summit. That is available. People go to alzheimersdementiasummit.com. You can go there and get access to that event. Christian, talk about how turmeric does help people in terms of lowering that risk of Alzheimer's disease. Mm -hmm. Well, we go back to the beginning and we say Alzheimer's and dementia are also neurological diseases that are based in the inflammatory syndrome. So the more inflammation in the brain, the more the chance of developing onset Alzheimer's and dementia. Like you were saying, the body remains strong. What makes it such a sad disease is the body remains strong and the brain deteriorates. And also I've done some study on how stem cells injected into the brain in studies can reverse and neutralize that beta amyloid plaque. Again, the hallmark that builds up in the brain. All the things they tell you about exercise and uh, keeping an adequate blood pressure. If your blood pressure is too low, you may not have the force of blood into the brain that can enter the tiny capillaries and keep blood flow to the brain. So exercise is very important. They believe that uh, turmeric, in many studies, can create neurons, uh, can repair some of the brain damage, and fight additional damage. So it is a disease that... I'll give you one little bit of information aside from turmeric. At Duke University, they induced beta amyloid plaque in a mouse until the entire brain was infiltrated with beta amyloid plaque. Now they injected stem cells into the brain of that mouse and within a few months it completely obliterated all of that buildup, that plaque that was short-circuiting the brain of the mouse. Uh, we know how much money is being spent on this disease, and we know that it will challenge the national debt over the next 20 years if we don't come to a solution. I am convinced that, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Gary Cole, a leader at uh, UCLA in Alzheimer investigation, said we need something. If it isn't turmeric, then we need something very much like turmeric that can defeat this disease 
at, at a very low cost. So after all the years of his investigation of turmeric and Alzheimer's disease, uh, this disease was uh, discovered by a psychiatrist by the name of uh, Alzheimer many, many years ago. And uh, we didn't, we weren't that much aware of it, uh, us uh, in the uh, elderly community, because people didn't live that long. And so by the time they were showing signs of Alzheimer's, we referred to it as hardening of the arteries. Uh, that is still the term, but we don't use it very often. Turmeric keeps the arteries from hardening in relationship to heart disease, dementia, and Alzheimer's. And remember, stress is a major contributor. Obesity, stress, and then Alzheimer's disease, I believe... And many scientists I've talked to believe they will have a, a solution. And as far as rheumatoid arthritis and osteoarthritis and fibromyalgia, these diseases are the ones we hear from customers sooner than anyone else. People saying, it didn't take me two months. I noticed it after three days. So it fights, it fights that inflammation that affects your hands, your knees, your legs, your arms. Living with arthritis is a, is a real challenge. And uh, most of us, as we get older, we're looking forward to enjoying our retirement and to be plagued by the everyday annoying side effects of that disease is incredible. We should not have to do that. I think turmeric plays a great role in reducing the inflammation that is causing all of those symptoms. I'm not kidding when I say, Christian, to everybody listening to this message, congratulations for spending some time with us this half hour. And I really do mean it because I know there's a lot of distractions out there. It's very easy to pay attention to other things. But I hope the message is really clear. And I do want to say something very specific. There is no magic bullet, right? And I'm sure Christian's not implying that, and neither am I. Obviously, anti-inflammatory lifestyle is what this is all about. Never forget, no pun intended for those concerned about dementia, never forget the main point of all of this, remove yourself as fast as possible from the primary toxins that exist in your life, whether it's oral infections, bad water, terrible food, environmental pollutants, maybe something in the airspace, electromagnetic frequencies from wireless devices, too much of that going on around you, you name it, that can be causing, driving the inflammation up. In terms of dehydration, it's self-explanatory. Drink a bit more water. If you're not having any at all, get some organic juices into you. Hydrate your body because without that fluid running through your kidneys, rinsing away whatever metabolites may be occurring in your body, we're designed to generate these kind of toxins. They do come up. It's unavoidable. 
But to be well hydrated is like to keep that river flowing. Get the water in and pour it out, obviously, when we're urinating and, of course, sweating. So dehydration, let's stay away from that. Lack of good nutrition, that's obvious in this program. There are nutrients you can weave into your life so easily. Drops of turmeric, capsules, putting things in shakes, smoothies. It's so easy to weave herbal medicine, medicinal mushrooms, spices into your life that really improve your health on every level. And of course, change some poor lifestyle habits. Maybe there's some bad relationships. You're screaming and yelling too much. You're not as active as you should be. Just shift it around. Do the opposite and watch how much better you feel literally within days. I couldn't agree with you more, Christian. When you find the right thing like turmeric, within days, you will see the difference. And again, Christian, I just want to thank you so much for spending time with us. You know, a lot of the information you gave our audience is really appreciated, certainly by me. And my pleasure being with you and your audience. The show was brought to you by NaturalHealth365.com. Are you looking for natural health solutions? Visit NaturalHealth365.com for a free subscription to our newsletter, free shows, plus some great gifts. Thank you for listening, and be sure to join us next week for another great show.